after these messages we'll be right back i can't believe i ate that whole thing are you in good hands and now a word from our sponsors Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here to talk about TV commercials, the good ones and the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. Right, brothers? More like, yeah, right, brothers. Get out of here. My name is Andrew Walsh. I love the way that guy says, get out of here. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Genevieve. Hi, Andrew. Coming up today on the show, Skeptics. And, uh, ooh, I just see you made an edit to my little intro copy here. Your copy made no sense. No, it didn't make sense. But I'm looking down for my notes, (laughs) and you literally were doing that Google Docs edit thing right in front of me. You were were busy with your knobs and and gadgets and I changed your copy. This is like a real NPR situation where you can kind of like <laughs> still be working on the back half of the newscast while the newscaster is still like reading into the top story. You had and written like, skeptics and the cynics who love them, but skeptic I just thought and it was funny. I know it's the same thing. Are synonymous. I know. It was just a it was just a flight of fancy. You're, and then you change misund- it to you're skeptics and the true believers who mean love them. Left and right. It it doesn't words don't have meaning. It's words just don't sound. Have Words don't have to have meaning. Yellow's the other one. (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke from uh, The League, I think, right? The the great Jason Manzoukas. You don't know how to read. I get by. (laughs) Red means stop. Green means go. Yellow's the other one. Anyway, why don't you, since, you know what, I won't just change the copy in front of you. Why don't you explain (laughs) what's going on? You did build the show today, so I guess it is your right. It is my show. Um, You know, I've been watching, a commercial's been kind of coming up lately that I've been seeing a lot. It's for Just Crack an Egg, which is one of these things where it always makes me laugh a little bit because it's like sort of like stone soup. Like, if you just add the food to this bowl, we've made a breakfast for you. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, if you add the food to it. Uh, but it's it's because it's just an egg. It's well, they br- they put like potatoes and oh. ham and pepper and whatever in a little little plastic bowl, um, and then you add an egg to it. And oh, you, you might, add the egg. You I just see. add an okay. egg. It's I right see. there, right. and then yeah, and then I you right. you mix it up in the microwave. And there's a commercial out for it right now, um, where a guy's like, "What? That would never like that would never work." He's like so skeptical of this like. Pretty straightforward concept, and I started thinking. Is he so skeptical that he's also skeptical of the right brothers? brothers. More like, yeah, right brothers. Exactly. He's just a born skeptic, Um, and so I started thinking about that as kind of a concept for ads. And I think the one that we all remember from way back in the day is, "I can't believe it's not butter," which like put it right. They put the skepticism right in the name, right? Yeah. And so there's a. So today we're looking at commercials that. that ha- that are that are sort of uh, revolve around this notion of one character who's a skeptic uh, and one character who's a true believer. All right. So thus the copy change. Also, looking ahead to the ad council a little bit, I tried not to spoil it too much, but I did see that there's an ad counselor out there who is trying to make one of my somewhat dodgy childhood <laughs> memories a reality. I had mentioned. Well, should well, I even say what, I, should I say what, I, uh, what we're talking about or should I just leave it there as a tease? I guess leave it as a tease. Leave it as a tease. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. I'm also, very excited one, about one that. ad counselor sent in what might be fairly called the best commercial ever. Really? So we'll get to that. Whoa. Oh, now that's a tease. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, let's get into the skepticism. You're unbelievable. 
so unbelievable. What year did this come out? <laughs> All right, what do you got up first? You want to start with the I Can't Believe It's Not Butter? Yeah, let's go way back and, and see where this all began. Um, I was looking for, I feel like I remember so many I Can't Believe It's Not Butter commercials where the people are like really contending with each other like, this can't be butter. It yeah, that was so the whole creamy. thing, right? But by the time uh, commercials started getting saved, you know, being mm-hmm. archived routinely, they were more into their Fabio years, and Fabio for many years was the um, spokesperson for I Can't Believe It's Not Butter. And at that point, they weren't really hinging on the idea that people didn't believe it. It was more like just jokes sort of about and about Fabio, uh, self-deprecating jokes by Fabio, but also like, you know, capitalizing on his physique and his hair and all that stuff. Uh, I'm not going to be playing any Fabio commercials in this show because I think he is a Trumpster. Also, it's not relevant to the thesis, but more importantly, I think he's a Trumpster. Um, That's like the least surprising thing I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, I know. You all know me. Um, no, 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 that he's a Trumpster. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant like that I would be so bigoted about it. Well, at first I didn't I didn't realize that's where you were going with it. I was going to say, no, we're, we're going to save those for our Fabio show, but I guess we don't have a Fabio show. We do not up. have a Fabio show. Um, but I heard he's not necessarily a Trumpster. He just happened to have a MAGA hat in his locker. <laughs> right. Somehow they all happen to have one. Uh, but this ad that I found from way back from the 1980s really is the the sort of quintessential idea of like a person who just cannot believe what he's hearing about this product, right? And I think it's kind of a funny premise just in the characters. So you have a an adult man. In fact, he says at one point that he's 48 years old and he's there having breakfast or having some kind of meal uh, that requires a butter substitute with his aged mother. And his mother is just giving him the business about not believing that it's not butter. I remember when this stuff came out. I, I'll tell you this. I can't believe I can't believe it's not butter is still out there as I can't believe it's not butter. It seemed like such a, you know. the You know, na- it's our butter. Yeah, no, I know that we, that we use it now. It's our butter. I can't believe we have. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> um, I remember when my family started using it. I think we. I think we kept margarine in in the house, and that's what uh, was the go to. But it it was such a quirky name, a yeah. long. I mean, such a strange name for a product. It did not seem like something that I mean have, would have staying power. Thirty years yeah. later, we'd still be using. You're, this is going to sound crazy because you have you remember with such clarity all the products and stuff that your family used. But has family listeners? Can you remind me what margarine we had growing up in the house? I feel like it was either I can't believe it's not butter. Or possibly country crock. Oh yeah, but country, I, you know, I, remember, I don't remember. Yeah, you know, I remember seeing some country crock in our house. I think we also used more. I think we used more butter than margarine. I could be wrong about that. You also had um, parquet. Parquet. That yeah. that was a really famous ad that really seeped its way into popular culture, right? Parquet. Actually, wasn't it very similar to I can't believe it's not butter. People kept calling it butter, but then the the little tub of parquet kept correcting it. it oh, would turn that's its right. Into a the little parquet, mouth and t- parquet tub would talk. I mean, it kind of makes sense as a product category, right? Because as you're introducing margarine to people, you really want to drive home the idea that it tastes just like butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, let's let's start with this. You said the audio on this. The one audio is was not garbage. Great, right? So if you want to like make it real loud or something, and we show maybe we shouldn't talk during it, so it doesn't create. Have it okay. with the levels. I like this is published on YouTube by somebody 
who goes by the handle Chuck D's All New Classic TV Clubhouse. <laughs> and I will add, no, it's not that Chuck D. It looks like the <laughs> literal opposite you of that Chuck D. <laughs> Although that would be amazing. All right, let's take a listen to this garbage audio from Chuck D. Oh, I love butter. It's not butter. Of course it's butter. Nope, no cholesterol. Mm, nothing tastes as good as butter. It just tastes like butter, but has absolutely no cholesterol. I've been eating butter 48 years. And 47 and a half. For six months you've been eating. I can't believe it's not butter. That's the name. If you love butter, but hate cholesterol, try I Can't Believe It's Not Butter. It's flavored with sweet cream buttermilk for real butter taste. And you won't believe it's not butter. Mmm. Now, that woman isn't famous, is she? She does look sort of familiar. Um, she, oh, you know who she reminds me of? Who? Cliff Clavin's mom? No, I'm so wrong. She reminds me of a very famous actress. Who oh, was Olympia in, Dukakis. Olympia Dukakis. I couldn't It's definitely her not yet, her, exactly. right? Yeah, because yeah. she really reminds me of Olympia Dukakis as well. Yeah, that there's would be no way. Because her... Amazing. The, I don't... Well, she's about the age in this. This woman is about the age of Olympia Dukakis in Moonstruck. Yeah. Was Moonstruck 1987? Probably. Probably. It could be her. I just, no. I think she's off by a click. I don't think it's she's her. She's off by but a they click. Were like, Sorry, get ma'am. Me, they were like, get me an Olympia Dukakis type. Yes, they did. Who's willing to do a margarine ad. Right, right. And then they brought back Cher, and they're like, no, wrong character from Moonstruck. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Thanks for laughing at that. Um, so, uh, yeah, those are the, I remember those commercials. Also notable in that to me is I only think of I Can't Believe It's Not Butter as being the mud, the margarine in the tub or the mudgerin in the tarb. Um, <laughs> it's going to be one of those shows, everybody. I'm sorry. Uh, but they actually show it in like a stick of butter form. Still wrapped in like a foil. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and cutting off pats of I Can't Believe It's Not Butter. Yep. Um, yeah, but then people, they quickly learned that what we love about, the best thing about margarine to me is not whether or not it's better for you. It's probably not, actually. Yeah, people always, people, we're going to get a lot of people writing in. Oh, yeah. I am fully prepared to concede that margarine is bad for you in all kinds of ways. I just like that it's spreadable. Yeah, right. Although, boy, when you know that you're going to be using butter later and you take it out of the fridge yeah, like you, an hour Yeah, when you take the advance, time yeah. to soften it, it's sure yeah. good. For a while, you were really into this idea of storing I the know. butter outside of the refrigerator. I was not down I with that. I had this whole thing. I saw it at someone's house once where I was having dinner. They had this, their, all their butter was in this like ceramic bell. Wasn't was, this at an Airbnb that we stayed in in Canada that you saw this? Maybe. Yeah, I can't remember where I was. I thought I was at a dinner party. But either way, I saw it in somebody else's home where the butter was like packed into this ups, this bell, which is then put into a, a ceramic crock of water. And the water seals off, you know, the air from the butter, but it allows it to be stored at room temperature. So I did that for a while. I had that butter mm-hmm. bell, but I just don't eat enough butter that no matter how much it's sealed off in the air eventually butter that sits out in yeah. the world will go bad yeah and, and eventually it went rancid that. you don't yeah. want to play those games but it was an it was a really char- i was charmed by the idea yeah um all right now oh well you've already mentioned this one too the just crack an egg yeah so this is running currently i'm seeing it a lot um you have the two guys uh two two they look like they seem to be like either friends or roommates um, one of them is making his just crack an egg meal. His friend, who's sort of a little bit of a beardy guy holding a cup of coffee, can't believe what he's hearing. And at a certain point when he 
when his friend uh, sort of challenges him, skeptic guy looks in the microwave, which is where you make the just crack an egg meal, and it like t- transports both of them to a black and white scene where they are in oldie times watching the Wright brothers take off. Yeah. So it's, it's like kind of surreal. It's a re- weird surreal twist, and it on happens this. real fast. This is a fifteen second commercial. Yeah, so it's a lot just, of story packed. They just in. go on this like flight of fancy quickly, where it's like real old timey black and white. You yes. know, like the real um, kind of jerky camera from the oldie times, and they're uh, they're watching a plane take off while he's being skeptical. Right. That delicious scramble was microwaves. Get out of here. Everybody's a skeptic. Right, brothers. More like, yeah, right, brothers. Get out of here. It's not crazy. But then the plane takes off and it blows off his, for some reason, he's now wearing a toupee. Yeah, which he is definitely not in the new times. He has long hair in the old times. There's a lot going on here. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. That last joke is sort of strange, though. Why does this toupee fly off? I think they just wanted, they were like, I think they're sitting in the room going, how can we show that the plane took off? Without showing the plane taking off, basically. <laughs> yeah, good point. I'm feeling especially inarticulate today. So now I, I feel like I'm, I'm walking out under this ice sheet very carefully. But I feel like there is a conversation to be had here about this product. I mean, you alluded to it. It's interesting. Egg is in the name, but it's not selling the egg. It's no. selling everything but you the egg. You bring the egg. They and should have called it You Bring the Egg. <laughs> you, you Bring the Egg. B-Y-O-E. Um, and... <laughs> I'm seeing that this is an Orida. Actually, BYOE would be a good name for BYOE, this product. BYOE, yeah. yeah. And it's Orida, which you think of Orida, that's well, potato. They put pota- but they do put potatoes exactly. in there. So, I mean, that is a really interesting, I think, sort of conversation to have about, like, they were thinking, okay, we have this product. Right. Think of people know us. They can buy our tater tots. They can buy our frozen hash browns. They can buy – I don't think Orida does anything but probably frozen and prepared potato products right right and they thought i don't know like what i mean that seems like pretty good outside the box thinking right there what if we provide something where you you know the egg is the prominent thing but we're not providing it but it's our way of selling potatoes yeah i think it's an interesting um idea i think i feel like we maybe did a show that was sort of predicated on that that idea where um products would come up with an alternative or auxiliary use for Mm -hmm. their product yeah i saw one actually today that was just like that when i was looking for some um from the for the i can't believe it's not butter ads there's an i can't believe it's not butter ad from i don't know the 90s or something where it's really weird the woman starts out just combing a chicken (laughs) okay on her on her like this white chicken is sitting on her counter in her kitchen and she's like combing it and then the voiceover says something like, there's a better way to have fluffy eggs. And <laughs> they show her putting like a healthy dollop of, I can't believe it's not butter, margarine into her eggs as she's scrambling them, oh, yeah. as she, or as she's mixing them. Uh-huh. And then they scramble. And, you know, I will, I'll often add like a tablespoon of milk or something mm-hmm. to eggs. A little bit of dairy will make a, a scrambled egg fluffier. Mm-hmm. But that was the same idea. Like, what's another way we could get people to use this product? Yeah, and I like the specificity of that one, too. Yeah. Um, all right, so up next, and I think, is this an old one? This doesn't look a particularly old. It's sort of timeless. I'm not sure when it's from, but it's still on iSpot, so it must have been running, you know, kind of in recent memory. But I feel like, has this campaign been going on a long time? This is DiGiorno, and I feel like it's not, is this going to be, it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno? I yeah. feel like that's been going on forever. Well, that's sort of always been their, um, the baseline for their campaign, and this is just a guy who, this is mostly voiceover, it's mostly just like, 
I think there's like one shot of a couple eating pizza, but mostly it's like the beauty shots of the pizza coming out of the oven and being cut mm-hmm. and like all the nice ingredients. But the voiceover is a guy who is like very convinced that you're not going to believe that this is frozen pizza. Introducing Pizzeria from DiGiorno. A whole new pizza for people who are skeptical about frozen pizza. Skeptical about a crispy crust that's amazingly airy and preservative-free. Skeptical as to whether this new sauce is new and if it's actually this full of flavor. Jeez Louise, <laughs> am I hungry. They do really. They're just showing these they, close-ups. They put you right up in that pizza. They're showing close-ups <laughs> of, the, of the round pizza cutter wheel, right? Going through this pizza. And like and the sound effects are like are like an iceberg's falling into the Yeah, that the is a ocean. weird sound effect. But they're doing that thing where you see the, the wheel. Like it's so, I've done this so many times with these frozen. <laughs> and DiGiorno, I think, is my go-to brand for the most part. Sorry, I mean Wild Mike's. <laughs> Ali, we have a um, we have a listener of TBTL who um, she's part of the uh, Wild Mike's Pizza family. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, certainly know exactly. Wild Mike's. And and uh, I knew she her family was a pizza family, but I they went through this new branding thing, and Wild Mike's has that like kind of GoDaddy ish logo now. Right, and I with spent, the little little scraggly hair. Yeah, and I spent about a half hour on one show uh, making fun of it, and then she wrote in. She's like, you know, that's my like. She's a long time wow. listener, and friend. she's like, you know, that's my family's. You just company, randomly right? painted a bullseye on a listener. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't business. know. I didn't know that that was. <laughs> I didn't. Know that's why that I that never say anything me. mean about anyone. <laughs> yes, exactly. Fabio, show back on. Good. Um, anyway, I'm just really hungry. <laughs> seeing seeing this wheel crushed down and like cut through a piece of pepperoni just sent me over the edge. <laughs> Maybe you're even skeptical if this is my real voice. It isn't. Just joking. It is. But please go on. Be skeptical. Just means more delicious pizza for the rest of us. New pizzeria from DiGiorno. That guy does have a good voice. Yep. Um, so that one broke my rule a little bit because there wasn't a character that was being a skeptic, but he was. It was so much. Yeah, about I mean, the, the whole idea, point of it—the idea is, yeah. that everyone, no one's going to believe that this pizza is good. You know, I was going to spend a little time trying to brainstorm on this myself, but you came up with so many good examples. But there's something itching the back of my brain. Wasn't there a classic coffee commercial, like an instant coffee commercial that was 100% based on a yes. camp? And they they would do the fold. It was at Folgers, was and Folgers they did the crystals. blind Folgers crystals, and they would blind switch it out. Test. Yeah, I mean, I th- those are so classic. I know we've talked about them on, mm-hmm. in some context on this show before, but they are so classic. The like secret camera mm-hmm. in the restaurants, the switching it out for you know switching out real coffee for Folgers crystals, and yeah, you know. Um, is that also the one like uh, Jim never has a second cup at home? I, I it's funny. I was gonna make some half-assed joke about that because I only think about that as a line from the movie Airplane. That's my main. Like I'm a little too young for that campaign to have been on my radar mm-hmm. when it was running. But I've seen Airplane so many times that like yeah, that's my main point of reference for that joke as well. So I don't know if that's a direct reference to a specific camp. Have we already talked about this? Was that a specific campaign that was running? Doesn't have a second cup at home. I'm gonna say yes, but yeah. like I wouldn't take that to the bank. You should say yes and not yes, but <laughs> anyway, I, I've never been to improv school see, and I will never go. I will see if I. I can't imagine you in improv. Can school. you even imagine? <laughs> God, that would be so horrible for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I mean, me too. I would be so. Oh, here. Can we just take a quick listen to this? I'm sorry. I'm kind of ruining oh, your Yubin, show not... by just jumping around here. This That's is. Okay. Yeah, I'd never heard of Yubin before. This is 1970s Yubin commercial. 
sure you can't stay for more coffee? Well, it's late, and Jim never has a second cup. You know, I'd love another cup. Jim never had seconds of my coffee. And I make pretty good coffee. <laughs> I don't think but I that night, this. we both discovered Uban. Uban, special coffee, because it's made with special beans. 100% Colombian, for taste and aroma so deliciously rich. Hey, how about seconds for me? Oh, they're Uban, at home now. He does have a second, second cup, cup at home. I love that they're literally putting their coach on. They're walking out He's the door at the 70s party. His dumb hat, his dumb bucket hat's on. And, uh, <laughs> why, is he, why is an adult man wearing a bucket hat? <laughs> it's like a, it's kind of a Gilligan style he hat looks like a little bit. like fucking Gilligan. <laughs> but it's not it's like you know but it's it's a party anyway yeah i mean they're out the door but then the host offers the second cup of coffee that reels him all the way back and that is good coffee then i guess so or i think sometimes you know how like we go to a party and you want to leave and i don't really want to yeah that's but, like, what's going on here. you know and then like for i'll be glad to take an excuse to keep to stay it. right yeah. yeah yeah it's funny she doesn't smoke a second joint at home <laughs> just kidding JK, of course she does. i always do <laughs> <laughs> um, now, this next <laughs> campaign you have here, I am completely unfamiliar with, I believe, Ebates. You know, it's so funny. I know you've heard of e Have you heard of Ebates? I don't think so. It's as someone who does a lot of online shopping, I certainly have heard of it. It's one of those things like if you sign up for this app or you use this plugin or something, you get a little bit, you know, you get money back automatically when you shop at certain retailers and things like that. And it's just, it's always been... Um, there, it's always those kinds of services. I've tried them in the past, but I it's always too much work for me to like do whatever, like cross whatever T and dot whatever I have to do to get the like 13 cents on this product or that product. You know, over time, if you use it, like any kind of coupon thing, it'll add up, but it's just like, it's just more effort than I'm mm -hmm. willing to put in. Um, but this, but I think a lot of people sort of, it sort of does sound like too good to be true. Like you get money back just for shopping. And so that's their whole campaign. And they built this campaign around a um, like a, a Skeptics Anonymous group, like an Alan, you know, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous group where uh -huh. people are getting group therapy together. And these are pretty funny. Um, I really like uh, I really like the writing in these. And I want us to I want you to pause at a certain point. The leader of this group, who is the same woman in both ads, is standing in front of a chalkboard where she's written. Uh, things that people are some of the people in the group are skeptical about like clearly they've done an exercise like what are you skeptical about and the list of things that they've put on this board is pretty hilarious it right it may rival the um, retirement whiteboard yeah which that one was which was I gave that a hilarious. B I well, mean there was some pretty... good stuff in there but that one is like you wanted it to be funnier but I appreciated the time and effort somebody put into yes all of the little jokes on that whiteboard. Okay, let's take a listen. Guys, I know it's so hard to trust, but you've got to be strong. Remember Janet? She got cash back shopping with Ebates and hasn't been skeptical since. Where'd the money come from? Stores pay Ebates. <laughs> then Ebates pays you. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll send you a check. Oh. Sign up for free, shop your favorite stores, get cash So everybody's back. doing the psh. You know, I love pshaw. it. Yeah, um, but here are some. Of the and things. at one point, somebody just starts making fart sounds. <laughs> yes. I, I really like that. And so, you want me to pause it there, where it's kind of like the chalkboard is behind the woman's head. Yeah, and here's. Oh, some I see. Skeptical. Okay. So yeah. here are things people are skeptical about: <laughs> decaf, fluoride, top forty lists, <laughs> top forty lists. 
That's really good. Gluten. <laughs> and gluten. And then the one that's out of out of frame here, but is the funniest, is Canada. <laughs> Those are really good jokes. Yeah. I don't see Canada. Oh, there's Canada up there. That's fantastic. It looks like there's two more that are cut off. I want to see what those I are. I know. Show me the whole set for this. That Look is so funny. Top 40 lists is really for it. Yeah, I think that's really good. <laughs> and there's another one here with the same person. Now we have all of the, we'll call them patients or or participants are laying down on the ground now, right? Yes, uh, they're laying down on the ground. They're lying down on the ground, excuse me. They're laying down on the ground. Um, what are they laying? Um, themselves, themselves, their bodies. They're laying their bodies down on the mm-hmm. ground. Yes. And they are doing what, uh, they're doing laugh therapy this week. So she's kind of talking them through uh, through what they how they can release their skepticism through laugh therapy. <laughs> there we go. Great job. Who else has a skepticism? Moon landing was a hoax. You can't let that go, Bob, can you? <laughs> okay, what else? There's no way Ebates gives cash back at my favorite stores. <laughs> Actually, they do. I got 10% cash back on this watch. They even sent me this big, fat check. Okay, let's move on to screen therapy. <laughs> <laughs> These people are really great, and the and the main moderator person is really good. Yeah, a couple of those actors in the in the therapy group are people I kind of recognize from other commercials, maybe very very bit Small parts, bit and, parts and sitcoms, things like that. Yeah, um, man, they don't they only have a couple of the actors listed, and it doesn't look like they have the main character listed. She's fantastic. Yeah, these like, are those great. are really funny. Yeah, and good, they're good. Good timing, well directed. That's really good. Well made, yeah. yeah. I've never seen them in the wild. Um, they came up because I was looking for them. The only thing I would say is she holds up a physical check. Who uses physical checks? Are they really sending out physical checks? If they checks? are, that is not a real good... Yeah, uh, nobody, nobody wants that. But I also wonder if the audience, if like, if I'm, if you're watching, you know, Gunsmoke at three in the morning, like maybe you are a person who wants yeah, that's true. to get a check in the mail. So that's not, so, okay, yeah. So that's a service that it kind of, it's not associated with one product. Right. You just kind of can apply it to a whole bunch of different things. Right. Yes. I almost said for a second, eh, maybe I'd look into that, but you know, I, why would I look into that? I, I'm the worst shopper in the world. The I go shop- in. You, I'm just you're like, the least likely audience for that yeah, product. Like, I can can't- I pay $100 to stop thinking about this? Yes. And it's like, sir, and it's only a $1 gumball. How much could a gumball cost? Michael? Right. No, I do think you would you would ask to pay more to not think about it, yeah. to not have to make a decision. Uh, and I do. Um so Credit Karma, we've talked about these and particularly this next one uh, before, and I forget under what circumstances, but Credit Karma did a campaign um, where they were sort of like trying to combat the idea that checking your that doing a soft check on your credit score would lower your credit score because for years, and I, w- I thought this too, for years you were told do not check your own credit unless you need to for a loan or something or in a you know you have a, a, a real reason to do a credit check because if you do it will somehow signal that you are about to take out a bunch of big loan and it'll lower your credit score but we all know now or most of us know I think like like my bank sends me my my FICO score every month um, that's because you have a credit card my bank stopped giving me my score right. when my credit card that's a whole thing. One of the last things that happened to me right before the pandemic lockdown, because I remember I got a haircut and then I went across the street to the bank to see if they could fix this for me. Like, not to get into all the details, but I've been a Bank of America customer for a long time. And frankly, like I have several accounts and one of them, as you'll attest to angrily, I have 
way too much money parked in there yes. and so they treat me you like you have a, way too much money parked there uh, our I'm money a, guy wants to guy. talk to you about that like I that's know. specifically on Stop his list hollering at me um but because of that i'm a preferred like bank of america customer and um and that's just kind of what back- what preferential treatment are well, you you're, receiving you're supposed to get like you know good deals on credit you know good credit rates and stuff <laughs> like that on, on credit cards which i used to have a credit card with them but this is where the story gets really infuriating to me. For some reason, I stopped getting physical invo- invoices or statements, I should say, for my credit card, and it just slipped my mind, and I went like three or four months without paying my credit card bill, which I keep super low. You know me. I'm not a big living-in-debt guy. I do not like that, but I don't know. I had a couple hundred bucks on there or something, but I just forgot to pay it for too much time until I went to, um, oh, my other podcast, Spotless. I went to upload a show, and it's like, no, bro, you haven't paid in a while. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean do I haven't paid? Do you see paid? why the bank might think you're a bad credit risk yes and so turns out my credit card just they canceled my credit card on me which then canceled the payments i was making to my podcasting app and then (laughs) that's how i literally that's how i found out and then i'm like well i'll just apply for a new one and then i kept applying and they kept saying no you aren't you weren't qualified anymore no, you and are every a time dummy. i was Do you doing know what that you did? and then every time i did that it was hurting my credit score more <laughs> so again i can tell you exactly what it was it was like the week before the major shutdown happened they told me wait six months or maybe even better a year and try applying again and you can get this preferred card and all of this stuff um and this is just so much personal information about my finances now but um i've just been so nervous to like reapply i need a credit i haven't had a credit card I got a company credit card <laughs> the apm ever listens yeah, to this that's Dummies getting, trust you with that thing's getting card. yoinked back real fast too. So anyway, so anyway, all of that is to say, credit karma. I do remember this commercial. We have a couple there. The man, the 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 guy is in the kitchen and he's making eggs or something. And it's but a very convincing representation of a too small apartment. You know, it's really yeah. tight. You yeah. can feel how claustrophobic this apartment is that they live in. He's flipping pancakes when he suddenly sees his partner on the couch. She's about to check her credit score he dives to stop her sort of a slow motion no um and then there's a i think we laughed about this because there's something about the like the perspective that's weird where the pancake looks like a weird size when he oh when it flips yes up into the yes air. i was very confused about what was going on the first that's right we had to, you had to talk me through this on the right. uh, here let's take a listen sad about the open house today just got to check my credit at credit karma first it's free Checking will lower your score. We'll never get out of here. Actually, checking your credit score with Credit Karma never lowers it at all. Really? Yep. Maybe I should check my credit. Oh. Credit Karma. Get no. You got a 720. Pretty good. Pretty good. What do you think mine is? Um, I don't know. When we got our, the last time I knew what yours was was when we bought our car a couple of years ago. Mine yeah. was so much higher than yours. <laughs> um, and the thing is, it's not, again, because I'm like somebody who carries a lot of debt or is generally irresponsible. I just made one mistake with my credit card. And also, I just don't, I just don't make a lot of big purchases credit i guess i think it's because i have a miles card so i i routinely buy things on credit that i don't need to buy on credit and then i pay it all off yeah but i'm doing it because i want the miles i see this next credit card uh credit karma commercial um is actually labeled julia gallagher 
I don't know why it's called that. Yeah, and I'm Googling. I'm wondering if uh, Julia Gallagher is one of these two actors in this. Probably. It's not really relevant to the story. You have two women. They're sitting on a park bench. And one of them, it's very similar to the story. She's about to check her credit. Her friend, in horror, grabs her phone from her and throws it into some nearby body of water. What you doing? Just checking my free credit score at Credit Karma. What the? You're welcome. I just helped you dodge a bullet. But I was just checking my- Shh. Don't you know that checking your credit score lowers it? Just be cool. Actually, checking your credit score with Credit Karma doesn't affect it at all. Are you sure? Positive. Huh, so I guess I could just check my credit score then. Ooh, she's 698. Check out Credit Karma today. Credit Karma. Yeah, nobody, no one who ever, she hands her her dripping phone back. No one who ever checks these, their score after learning that they can do so risk-free has like a 490, you know, it's always like a good surprise, but like realistically, it's not always going to be a good surprise. Um, You know, Boost Mope or Boost Experian, Experian Boost, the one with the cow and John Cena. Oh, yeah. Um. They are doing, they've gone a step further in this campaign and said, like, not only does it not lower your score, it will actually raise your score to check your score, which I Mm. think is an interesting sort of like next step in the credit check wars. Do you think it's, are you skeptical? Well, I I believe that there's some, I, I mean, it's probably not a meaningful uptick. Like, my score bounces around within about 10 points just. By because of the vagaries of like the algorithm or whatever that's used, so it's not surprising to me that they've like drummed up some way to give you like a couple of like meaningless mm. extra points. Mm. This next one is for Credit Karma. It has nothing to do with this show. I've just been seeing it a lot, and I'm amazed by its frankness and um, specificity about an interracial gay couple and their children. Um, and it has nothing, that fact that they are that has nothing to do with the plot of this. It's just sort of a silly joke about how their car, um, horn, they need a new car because their car horn won't go off. But it's very specific. Like you see them in bed together. You see them say, I love you. You see them like raising their kids. I mean, it's just like a really brand new day, right? Have the million angry moms or whatever they're called. I don't know. The million angry moms <laughs> haven't. Know, who I am haven't I ta- go- who, yeah, who the am million I angry moms. Yeah, I don't right. know. Like you would think they'd be all over this. They'd have a press release. I haven't seen any million angry mom <laughs> news. I haven't gotten my newsletter this oh, month. Oh, so. gotcha. All right, let's take a listen. So one of the dads closes the car door and immediately the horn starts beeping and won't go off. Now mm-hmm. they're at dinner with the kids. How was your... We have to get a new car. Not with our credit. Credit Karma can show us how to improve it for free. From free credit scores, so no, to free, no skepticism here, though. I mean, I see why you'd want to why you'd want to include this because that you do not usually see two men laying in bed together two talking about their family bed, finances. And you, yeah. you cut it off, but he says, "I love you," and the other guy says, "What did you call me?" <laughs> what I want to hear that—that's a pretty funny Auto joke. and everything in between. Credit Karma. Download the app today. Love you. What'd you call me? 
That's pretty funny. Um, so no, it was, yeah, only, it was only that I was looking at these Credit Karma campaigns and I stumbled across this and I've seen this in the wild as well. I was well. going to say, have you? Because the one thing is I noticed this is on Vimeo if, if you want to talk about platforms and that's often where the um, the spec commercials Yeah, no, are this one is real. Of, I just couldn't find, for, some, for whatever reason, Credit Karma has taken down a lot of their ads on iSpot. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Um, it's not moms. unique to this one. It's not. I don't think it's the million angry moms. I think it's some other reason. Um, but for but I was able to find that, and there, that is an extended version. I will say the version that I see on TV doesn't show them in bed together. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's almost all the other scenes where they're like at huh. dinner, and, and it's unmistakably a couple. I mean, their children are biracial. But that's interesting, though. They're yeah. airing one with the they cut the bedroom scene. And again, bedroom when I say scene. the bedroom scene, I mean <laughs> two adults laying in bed innocently <laughs> next to each again, other. Again, lying in bed, but you're though mostly I, correct. Well, one of them was lying, one of them was laying. <laughs> If you go back, I already closed the tab. If you go back, you can see clearly one was laying and one was lying. All right. Well, I love this next commercial, by the way. Yeah. So we have talked about this. This to me is like sort of the um, if, if the if the question is asked, why are you so skeptical? This is the answer. I, you're right. I was wrong to be skeptical. Right. This is the sort of like third act of this whole uh, narrative. Uh, we've talked about these before. This is the new campaign from the General Insurance with Shaq. Which is just throwing the old campaign under the bus so hard. A campaign that's been going on for, for decades. Decades, yeah. I mean, well, decades. Sure. A decade, maybe. Okay. Um, so, we've got, so we've talked about some of these before. This is a new one that's playing a lot. Shaq is buried up to his waist in cement. He has been entombed. Partially entombed in cement. And weirdly, as we see him, he's struggling to reach like some sort of a, a pylon or something or some sort of like, um, like metal piping, rebar. Yeah. And try, like as if he's maybe try to pull himself out. But then when these two people walk up, what I l- love is he looks like he was caught doing something. He's like, oh, hey, guys. Right. And he, he stops trying to crawl his way out of the cement. Well, we learned that these construction workers who walk up and start talking to him are the people who entombed him in cement. Yes. And they're here to apologize. I love... Everything about this. <laughs> I love Shaq's performance. I like the um, the woman who's doing most of the talking. I like here. her a lot. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that like Shaq is so cool about all yeah, this. Yeah, he's so he's relaxed, just so chill and understanding. It was the same vibe people... he took with Craig Robinson when they left him in the yes, woods for dead. Right, but this is like so much more extreme. They're, they're in the <laughs> middle of like some sort of an urban construction scene. <laughs> And, like, he looks embarrassed that he would be trying to save his life as this thing opens. It is so good. It's so funny. Hey, Jack. Oh, hey. Remember when you kept saying we should check out the general for auto insurance and we thought you out of your mind, so we buried you in cement? Kind of rings a bell. Turns out you were right about the general. We Kind of rings a bell. He's up, as you said many times, he's up to his chest in cement, but now calmly leaning his arms on the cement that's hardened around him. And he's like, oh, yeah, kind of rings a bell. We just misjudged them based on their commercials. They're actually a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. Who knew? I knew. Our bad. Let's chip you on out. Put these on. <laughs> they, they throw some goggles at him so that, so that he can have eye protection while they chip him out. Yes. The goggles hit him in the face. And then he says... Nice pass. Well, great low nice pass. Not the best power out there. Um... We thought you out of your mind is a great line. Yeah. I just I love that woman, and I, really I like also her. love her. Hey, Shaq. She's like she sounds. Um, 
Yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, humbled a little bit. Hey, Shaq. Let's take a <laughs> listen again, only because I love this so much. Hey, Shaq. Like, it's just, it's <laughs> yeah. not, it's not it's really resigned. humbled. It's just resigned. Yeah. It's kind of like, hey, Shaq. Uh, yeah, a lot to I gotta, love about this. I gotta this. eat some crow here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very, very, very love good. Love these new ads. I love this new general campaign. I think Me it's too. so funny. I think it's, I love how meta it is. Um, I, I do think that the jokes are pretty funny. Yeah, and, and also and they're well, well performed. Well performed, well cast. Even, even by Shaq. Yeah. I like seeing him. It's a delight. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. Hey, Shaq. <laughs> All right, what's up next? Well, I, I teased this at the beginning. Um, listener Michael sent in what he uh, posits might be the best commercial ever. Oh, my gosh. That's this, a, quite a statement, though. This is a, a really amazing commercial. And the vi- the visuals are really worth a look. So do come to the Facebook group and check it out. But the, the, the uh, voiceover does a lot of the work, too. Essentially, what you need to know is that anytime the announcer says X does it, they're showing a vehicle doing a wheelie. Okay. All right. That's all we need to know? That's all you need to know. Let's get going here. Motorcycles do it. Cars do it. Even trucks do it. Wheelie. Now you can do it. A real wheelie. On with your bike. Wheelie bar. A wheelie bar just like the big tracksters use. Wheelie bar is a precision engineered permanent accessory made by Whammo for bikes like Stingray, Wildcat, and Spider. It's made out of hardened chrome-plated steel to take a real beating when you do a wheelie. Or play a strip of rubber like this. But wheelie bar isn't Put just some for shoes, riding. kid. It's for exhibition riding, too. So see who can do the most tricks. See they who are can showing kids the standing on their banana seats wheel- on the- while their bikes are doing wheelies, riding around, uh, standing up. Nobody's wearing, not a helmet in sight or a knee pad in sight. This is the most 1960s California vibe. This is like a Jonathan Richmond song. This is like a Jonathan Richmond song. And also, it is a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> See who can have the most fun. Remember, you can't do a real wheelie without a wheelie bar. And only Whammo makes wheelie bar. More fun from Whammo. Then we see this old lady who's driving... Yeah, we, we got uh, some, a sassy grandma sighting. Yeah, and she 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 yells something about whammo out the window and then takes off in her roadster and does a wheelie. So go with the big ones with wheelie bars. Sold wherever bikes are sold. Wow. Now, I'm no expert, and I'm prepared to be told that I'm wrong, but I think those wheelie bars look like super dopey on those bikes. Like, well, if you can't do a wheelie with... You don't need a wheelie bar to do a wheelie. The announcer... Said the opposite, Genevieve. Were you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Were you just here like 30 seconds ago? You he just said listening? you cannot do a real wheelie without a wheelie but bar. But I feel like you can, though. But my now you're but, skeptical. What my book presupposes is maybe you can. <laughs> now I want you to go up to a shack that is buried, <laughs> who is buried in cement, and apologize for not listening to the voiceover. Um, yeah, that is weird. But they also make this comparison. Apparently. They show these tiny little wheels that are in the back of a hot rod, like a Dodge Charger or something like that, that's doing wheelies. Yeah. And they say, like, just like the cars have, because the cars also have wheelie bars, which that's news 
to me. That's news to me also. I, what I don't, I'll say this, what I don't know about wheelies could fill the library. That is true. Have you ever done a wheelie? I did wheelies on my bicycle. No. Like, you never did wheelies on your bicycle? I am not a confident bike rider, to be honest with you. Really? I mean, I'm, I can ride a bike. I can ride a bike. Okay. Look. You get by. I, I get by. <laughs> Yellow's the other one. Yellow's the other one. Right. <laughs> Um, no, I can ride a bike comfortably, but I am not a confident bike rider and I never learned to like, I, I've never ridden a bike with no hands, for example. Like mm. I can't keep a bike up, like steer like straight without keeping my hands on the, on the handlebars. Uh, I never did, did any tricks. Um, so yeah, like pretty much there's one thing I can do on a bike, which is make it go forward. Make it go forward and stop it probably. And stop it. I mean, I'm a, on a good day. I used to, my first bike was a hand-me-down Schwinn. I believe it was my cousin Michael's maybe. He was about 10 years older than me, maybe a little bit more. And um, that would have been like a 1970s era Schwinn. Not was it a spider seat. or a, what were the other I, You know, I would love to see an old a wild photo cat? of that and see if I could actually figure that out. There is a chance it was a wildcat, actually, now that you say that. It was red. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you would go out in the backyard. You'd do wheelies all the time. And then, of course, I had a small motorcycle as I got a little bit older. And I think I tried to do wheelies on that, but it was really hard. I could, you know... It's a different thing. I think I was trying to ride it and then just pop a wheelie, which really with a motorcycle, you need to kind of, I think the listeners, ad council, you can tell me how this goes. But I think it's more like you start and you, you know, you rev your engine up from a from a stopped position, I should say, and then you pop your clutch, and that's probably how you're going to get the wheelie. Okay. I don't know. What am I even talking about? Well, you, you could fool me. I mean, you're the in the valley of the blind here. Although I will say that I was probably hesitant because I knew that my dad had a screw in his shoulder. Actually, the screw was out of his shoulder. The screw was in a little um, canister <laughs> after it had been removed from his shoulder See, that we kept around the house. your dad understands how to do surgery, which is when they take stuff out of you, you ask to yes, keep it. Yes. We used to have a little plastic beakery thing with a scary-looking screw in it yeah. and it was the screw that came you out of my look dad's at the pins that came out of your hand I was too scared uh, and it came out of his shoulder when he broke his shoulder popping wheelies on his yeah. Suzuki so there you go all right we have a voicemail here we do can we listen to this it this is from Eddie does Eddie tell us how to pop wheelies I'm really embarrassed about me trying to talk about how to pop wheelies on a motorcycle it was like 15 seconds long right 20 seconds of bad content we can just move on yeah okay Hi, Andrew and Genevieve. This is Eddie in Texas. How are you? Uh, I'm just listening to the uh, episode where you're talking about uh, the 1980s and someone was making the bed while still in the bed segment on an old one of those old morning shows. And as you started to describe it, I knew exactly which one you were talking about. If I haven't, if I have this right, it was actually Heloise, you know, Hints by Heloise. And I remember I saw that same segment. What? And so I just wanted to say, you're not crazy. You did see it. I saw it. Not that you said you were 80s? crazy, but I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I remember seeing that going, oh, I wonder if that works. <laughs> it didn't work. But anyway, thank you. Bye. Of course it didn't work. Even as a kid, I remember being so disappointed. <laughs> I remember they were hyping it so much. Like, and coming up after the break, we're going to show you how to make your own bed while you're still in it. So I was curious if maybe hints from Heloise still had something yeah. about this and I couldn't find that specific thing hints from Hel hints by Heloise of course is still a thing but this is very similar and I was curious if we could watch this I'm going to have to narrate it because there's no talking it's just like 
um, uh, subtitles to tell you what's happening in the video, but it's a little video uh, that they ran on HuffPost, uh, I don't know, a few years ago. And it's exactly that. It's how to make the bed while still in it, like a little how-to. Okay. So you have a woman that we, we've got a, the, the camera is set at the end of, at the foot of the bed. We're looking at this woman under the covers and she's going to tell you step-by-step step how to make the bed without, while still in it, which I don't understand even the appeal of that, but okay. Uh, I guess there's a market for this um, because this is, you know, relatively recent. Like this mm-hmm. is within oh, the yeah, last Oh yeah, this is a clearly an internet, you know, video that seems very huff po- huff posty and by the way it's by pure wow by pure wow i don't know what pure wow is but it says pure wow presents and i want you to watch this and we'll narrate it and then i want you to tell me if that's what you remember as the instructions from the morning show well is it basically bullshit well yes I then mean. yes <laughs> that's what i remember from the morning show okay here we go i'm gonna play this now she's sleeping how to make a bed oh. while you're still in it what First, kill the neighbor's rooster. <laughs> she wakes up. Step one, stretch your arms and grab a hold of your bedding. So you grab it on both sides. Line the edges up nicely. She's not even really doing Flap it, it like a parachute in grade school gym class. So you flap your whole sheet and blanket. You pull it up to your chin. Then lay back. Then fold over the top. Like create a little, you know, edge. And then sort of like... Then now, this is to be the hard part. Slip out from under the sheets. She does yeah, like this. Yeah, it seems like more work, huh? Really difficult sort of move of like, and then then tidy up and be on your way. And by tidy up, they mean now, ma- now the make bed. the bed. <laughs> <laughs> be a little less fussy about it if you like. It'll only, uh, it'll only what? It'll only be there for a moment. If you're feeling ambitious, add some pillows. Keep keep tuck keep pulling the sheets tight. Um, yeah, like. Get out of your bed and make it is basically the instruction. I don't watch those house makeover shows right. ever, except I happened to be at the gym a couple of weeks ago, and that's they have a lot of those on at the gym. And so, you know, you get sucked in and you're watching. And actually, I understand why people get sucked in, especially in a situation like that, just captive audience. I get it. It's fine. Um, but... I mean, I know it's a joke. It's a joke from those progressive commercials I'm turning into my parents. But when they finished on whatever goddamn show I was watching, when they finished one room, they had so many pillows on this bed. And I was watching this. They had the subtitles on. I thought it was a joke. It did not seem to be a joke. If there's no it room was, to sit, then you have too many pillows. It was astounding. Yeah. It was, I mean, they were, and they were just like, it was one of those shows where, I think some cu- the premise is this: some couple was trying to put their house on the market. Nobody was biting, so they hire this team to, to, stage to, it. to yeah to both make improvements on it, to make real improvements yeah. on it, and then stage it. And then of course the people come back and they're like, "Well, now I don't know if I want to move anymore," um, which I'm sure you hear every day on that show. But anyway, yeah, I mean, the, this I, I thought I thought there were pr- I thought it was a prank show for a second. <laughs> there were pillows. so many pillows on that damn bed. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that that is basically what I saw in the '80s. I'd kill to see that actual the real one. segment. Wouldn't and that be knowing, amazing? Because Eddie's in Houston, so like, and I don't know if that's. I don't think that Eddie ever lived in Cleveland, so I was thinking like, oh, this might have just been some local thing. But to know that it was national makes me think that maybe it is out there somewhere, and I just need to find it. If somebody stumbles onto that old tape, we would love to see it. 
All right. Uh, before we go, I did have we have one more voicemail from Ben that I want to unpack a little bit here because I'm I'm curious as to whether I was able to track down what Ben is remembering. Hi, Andrew and Genevieve. This is Ben. First time, long time. Uh, it's currently late at night and I'm moving apartments. I'm listening to your show. I don't have a jingle, mm-hmm. uh, but randomly what's coming to my mind is whatever happened to the Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy? I don't know if you guys have covered this in your mascots. But when I was growing up, there was a cinnamon toast mad scientist or baker who has since been replaced by deranged cannibalistic cinnamon toast crunch pieces. I'm wondering what happened there. Did he have an accident at the lab and was eaten by the cinnamon toast crunch pieces? I don't know. I think it's related to French toast crunch. Anyway, it's Mm. late. I love what you guys do. The show is great. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Bye. Ben. I'm racking my brain here. I don't know if I remember this or not. Well, I think I found what he remembers. I was a little confused because Cinnamon Toast Crunch did a couple of campaigns. One of the campaigns was where you would have a kid in some scenario. They were One was in like a classroom. Another one was for some reason on like a, a Navy destroyer. Um like an aircraft or an aircraft carrier. Kids don't belong there. <laughs> kids do not belong there. But in each case, the kids would say, like, even this uh, this adult has this expertise. Like, this adult, this science teacher sees everything. And he and so he can, uh, and, and so he can tell why kids like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I mean, it was like a little bit of a convoluted pitch. But there was like, that was the premise or like this sea captain can see everything. And so he can mm-hmm. see why kids love cinnamon toast crunch. Like everyone knows why people love cinnamon toast crunch. It's sugar and carbs. It's not a fucking mystery. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think so. The, and so one of those is about a science teacher, which I thought maybe was what Ben was th- talking about. But I think actually it's this. And it's so weird because you're going to have you play this first one where you have these three cartoon bakers who are sort of like, I want to say Disney type of animation, like sort of Cinderella era, like very sort of pillowy looking animation. They're in a real life kitchen and a woman comes in who they call mother, but I don't think it's... To be clear, not a cartoon woman. She's a real woman. Yeah, we're talking Roger Rabbit level shit here. Yes, it's Roger Rabbit style. And I don't think she's their mother. I think she's like the mother of the kids of this house that they are for some reason baking in. But anyway, you have three bakers. And aside from that weirdness with the mom, it's it's pretty much straightforward. It's like a, it's a retread of, um, you know, um, the the Rice Krispies or the Keebler elves or whatever. Hello, mother. Hello. We're the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Bakers. I know. Oh, of these course days. you do. <laughs> It does taste like cinnamon toast. Like homemade. We use the finest ingredients, like whole wheat. That's good. With sprinkles of real cinnamon and sugar. Less sugar than most kids' cereals. That's great. Bacon homemade taste. Better leave some for the kids. Into cinnamon toast. I remember those bozos. That doesn't sound like what Ben was describing in his voicemail. But wait. There's more. There's more. So you're right. That's very straightforward. You have three, um, you know, cuddly uh, sort of like uh, jolly bakers baking up a, a treat in your kitchen for to make, you know, to make this cereal. 
But one of the bakers, the sort of the one who I think has the most lines, um, he emerges as the centerpiece of Cinnamon Toast Crunch's campaign. His name is Wendell, and he goes completely off the rails. Uh, there are a couple of them. One of them, the sound was just so bad I couldn't even put it on the show sheet. But this one, we've dropped the other two bakers. Now we're just focusing on Wendell, the one with the half moon glasses. Mr. Wendell. He's still dressed like a baker. Um, but you're right, Ben. He is crazy. And in this, he has gone completely crazy. And he escapes to the Cinnamon Toast Crunch warehouse, which looks like the Indiana Jones warehouse. Oh, the headline literally says on a newspaper, Wendell goes crazy. Yes, it opens with Wendell goes crazy. On like a fake front page of a newspaper. And then these kids have to like chase him down into the vast warehouse of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Is this a statement on the state of mental health care? <laughs> yes, in, in I'm the sure 90s, that was it, yeah. It seems Wendell has eaten Cinnamon Toast Crunch supplies everywhere. Except here, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch warehouse. Irresistible. Hurry. I gotta have that blast of cinnamon and sugar. <gasps> you just can't resist Cinnamon Toast Crunch, can you? The crunchy part of this complete breakfast. See, Wendell? There's enough for everybody. <laughs> Even me. So wait, what did they do at the end? They prevent him from eating one cinnamon toast square. And then they have But then at the end, they're them. all sitting around eating it together. And what did like they, they stop there? I don't know. And it's also like such a confused uh, sort of like amalgam of cereal commercial tropes. Like you have. It's so clear that they were just like, no, testing says we need, we need a, a bananas character that's way bigger and out of this world to catch the attention of these ADHD and 90s who, kids. So who should we pick? I don't know. A septuagenarian cartoon chef. And they're like, well, we already have this. So how do we pivot? That is a that's an interesting pivot. It's so weird. And there's some more of them where he goes crazy in grocery stores and stuff, too. Oh, wow. Ben, I'd forgotten about those, and they are weird. I do wonder what kind of set him off. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is, it is like, a, I, <laughs> not that that's how mental illness always works. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we don't in, want to put forward any like false yeah, narratives about mental illness. But here. in this case, it does seem that something <laughs> potentially set him off, and I am kind of legitimately interested in finding that out. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right, Veeves, we've been recording for 58 minutes. Do you have like two minutes to filibuster on something if you want to make it that. Oh, uh, two ooh, minutes. Let's see. Huh. <laughs> hmm. Can we I just do, do that for two minutes? I could uh, I could rag on Fabio for an indeterminate <laughs> amount of time. I'd like to find out what's help. actually going on. I'm going to fact check that. Yeah, I do I've... fact check that because I think I, you know, I probably read it in a tweet somewhere and took it as gospel. Yeah. All right. Well, here's how people can get at us. Join us on the Facebook group. You can just look for After These Messages Show on Facebook. We also have an email address. It is After These Messages Show at Gmail. And we have a voicemail line that you can call and leave us messages. Yeah. Like we Obviously, ben we love Eddie to hear did. jingles, but it's also great to hear uh, yeah. your, your stories and your memories about uh, commercials. Yeah. Your thanks for having my back, Eddie. I appreciate your that. Your musings as you uh, pack up your apartment. Uh, you can call us at 607. Do it slowly. We shall a minute. Real slow. Start over. 607. 607. 444. 444. 5597. 5. 
five, nine. Just let the seven. outro music like roll a little longer than usual. Bye, everybody. Talk to you next week. Karachi Posse Zaki's Poppy. Red Octagons couldn't stop me. I burn headband. My eyes all droopy.